Hi, I'm Shadowsbub. I'm a writer and community leader on the Steam platform. What is Steam, you ask? It's a growing ecosystem of apps, dApps, and interfaces where you can create content, form community, and even earn some of the cryptocurrency called Steam. Life thrives on variety. I write variety, bringing my voice to a range of topics and genres. Join me as I share with you for your listening pleasure. The New Year's Day Levy Tradition I'll start by wishing everyone a very happy new year, and may 2019 bring you all your wishes. I've never been a person who enjoys the New Year's Eve parties. I do enjoy attending the New Year's Day Levy held on, yep, you guessed it, New Year's Day. For 15 years, while serving as the Legion Branch President, it was my responsibility to be the official host. Not a duty I enjoyed as much as just attending a levy. The term levy originated in the Levée de Soleil, Rising of the Sun practice of King Louis XIV of France, in which he received his male subjects in his bedchamber just after rising. The practice spread throughout Europe, becoming a court affair rather than in the bedroom. The first levy in Canada was held on January 1st, 1646, and was hosted by the Governor of New France. The affair was a time to wish a Happy New Year to the citizens and to inform them of significant events in France. It was also a time for allegiance to the crown to be renewed. The English carried on the tradition. Levies were a male-only event until World War II, when female officers were allowed to attend. Now families attend some levies. Today, the levy is largely Canadian tradition, with the Governor-General as the Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces, and the Lieutenant Governor doing the federal and provincial levies, while municipalities and legions host local ones. I live in a small community in eastern Ontario. Locally, the legion hosts the President's levy, and invites the local mayor and council to join in greeting those attending. The event draws a more modest attendance than in days past, and we have a caterer look after preparing and serving food. In days past, there was always a party New Year's Eve for which the latest auxiliary would prepare a huge spread. They always prepared enough for the 150 for New Year's Eve, and enough to be left for the 200 to 300 expected for the levy the next day. The recipe for the punch that was given away at the levy was passed from president to president. It was their responsibility to prepare the 10 gallons of punch the day before. I was the last president to carry on that tradition. Each 5-gallon pail of punch contained 6 40-ounce bottles of alcohol and 6 bottles of wine. Citrus fruit and cherries were added before being filled up with various mix. The fruit often packed a pretty potent punch. Someone would usually ask for the leftover fruit at the end of the event to make marmalade with. The food and punch was laid out by 11 a.m. The party lasted until the people finally went home, often into the late evening. Over the years, as people became more aware of drinking and driving, and the crowd got a bit older, the event became a little calmer. The potent punch had the alcohol content reduced. Then a non-alcoholic alternative was offered as well. Eventually, we've done away with the punch completely. The bar is open. We lay on a spread of food. This year's event was well attended by current expectations. Both our club room and the banquet room were open for people to meet and socialize. The usual dress of the day for the military and legion members is uniform. Everyone is welcome. We held meat draws, which are raffles for packages of meat, and a 50-50 draw. 
The levy ran officially until 6 p.m., but most folks had gone home by 5 p.m. A friend of our mayor arrived from out of town. I know this gent, as we've shared many a conversation. I greeted him at the door and was introduced to his guest. As we stood talking, he mentioned coming from the same area I grew up in. When I told him that I had grown up there and that the family had lived beside Wellman Stan, he informed me he remembered her. He then told me the name of his farm, and I asked him if he had a daughter named Janet. No, he informed me, that is his niece. Wilma was notorious for listening in on people's phone calls when, people's, when phone service consisted of party lines in rural areas. He, we had a few laughs about Wilma and memories of her, as well as a few other things from the area. Small world. Hope everyone had a good holiday, and here's to a great year to come. You've been listening to Shadows Pub share her writing with you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and will join me for future segments. You can find me as Shadows Pub on Steam, Medium, Minds, and Tribe. You can also connect with me on Discord, where I have created Rambling Radio in the Ramble Discord server. The link is in the profile. Leave me a note if you have any questions or comments. Until next time, it's all about community.